Welcome to the start of another great week here on Brit David Podcast. We are glad that you have chosen to join us as Pastor Tim shares a message from Luke chapter 11, verses 33 through 36, entitled, Seeing Through the Eyes of Faith. Today, we come to a section of Luke 11, where Jesus tells three independent parables that are all tied together under the theme of light. Because these parables are so brief, some refer to them as many parables, short, stated truths that send the message home. Let's examine these three many parables. Here's Pastor Tim. He sure has been good to us, hadn't he? Man, so faithful, so good, so much more than we ever deserve. I pray that you'll take your Bible with me today. Turn with me to Luke chapter number 11. Luke chapter number 11. We come to a passage of Scripture today that is really a series of short parables. They are three really independent parables, but even though they stand alone, they also stand atop one another. They're almost like building blocks that stand, and each one builds upon the previous one that was said. They are short, they are small, they're not, uh, they're not long, intricate, elaborate stories like maybe like the Good Samaritan or the Parable of the Soils, those kinds of things. Instead, these are very short, uh, easily understandable by the folks that are listening to him and even by us today. And so I want us to go through each one of these. They begin in verse number 33. Verse number 33, you find the very first one, and I would say it this way, because some people call these mini parables because they're so short. I would say it this way. Jesus told a mini parable about light. About light. That's, I mean, that's really what this particular parable is about. Look at what he says in verse number 33. No one, when he has lit a lamp, puts it in a secret place or under a basket, but on a lampstand that those who come in may see the light. Makes sense, doesn't it? You light a light, you light a lamp, you put it out there where it can be seen and allow other things to be seen rather than trying simply to hide it under something, you know, instead of trying to flip on the light in the closet and then you close the door. You know, I mean, what good does that do, right? So he's saying that there is light that is available. There's light that is around us and light that does not need to be hidden. See, he really talking about light and lamps? I mean, it's easy for us to understand it in those particular terms, but he's really talking about truth, isn't he? He's talking about the truth of God's Word. You see, there are some who will say there's no such thing as absolute truth. All truth is relative. All truth is personal. So what may seem to be true for you might not necessarily be true for me. We were at Walmart yesterday buying some candy for Ark in the Park and buying some toys for uh, the toy drive. And I saw a girl with a shirt on that said, he, she, they, it's all good, right? I mean, you know what they're talking about, right? See, we live in a day now to where even our own personal pronouns are not absolute truth according to today's society. You can choose. A boy can choose to be he, she, or they. I don't know how that does for grammar, but anyway, they can choose those. Uh, a, a girl can choose to be a he, a she, or a they. 
And they just get to pick. And so what we discover is, is that there is nothing. I mean, if you can't even agree on pronouns, there is nothing then that is absolute in our world. I want you to know that God's truth is absolute truth. It never changes. It doesn't change according to the culture. It doesn't change according to what is in vogue. It is simply the truth. And it stays, and it always will stay. Jesus said not one jot, not one tittle will ever be removed from his word. He said heaven and earth might pass away, but God's word remains forever. So what he's talking about in verse number 33 is the revelation of God's word. He's talking about truth. And he says, now there is light that has come into the world. Don't hide it under a basket. Don't hide it in some kind of shield. You let that light shine. Why? Because really there are two specific truths I want you to see about the light from this. Number one, you can see it. I mean, you can see it. You can see light. Right? Of course we can. We can see light when it's on. We can see with it also. You can see it, and you can see with it. It is light that illuminates. It is light that exposes. It is the truth of God's Word that illuminates truth in a person's heart. It is the truth of God's Word that exposes what is right and what is wrong in our world. It is the truth of God's Word that shines like a light. He says, it is like a light unto my path and a lamp unto my feet so that I might know where to walk and what obstacles that I need to avoid. You need God's Word in your heart and in your life. But everybody doesn't want that, do they? There are those who would just as soon hide it under a bushel, hide it under some kind of basket, and keep it hidden. In other words, what they would say would be something like this. If you want to believe the Bible, then that's okay for you. Just make sure that you keep it inside the walls of your church. Whatever you all want to do in there is fine, but don't bring it out here into the real world, Right? Truth of God's Word is truth for the real world. It's truth for the church world. It's truth for the world. Everything that God has to say is found in the pages of this book. He makes sure that you have His truth, that you have His light, and that you know that it is there. If we're talking about these parables being in a stack of building blocks, then this one is foundational. This is the bottom building block. You have got to come to a point where you learn and recognize God's Word is truth, and it has impact upon every part of life. It is fundamental to everything that I believe and fundamental to everything that I do. I'm already at that point. I understand. God has given us light that we might see. He has given us His light that we might see with it. It becomes the building block for my life, and I hope for yours. So he tells a mini parable that is concerned with light. Number two, Jesus tells another mini parable 
This one concerned with sight. Not just light, but sight. I mean, if, you've, if you have the light, you have this foundational building block, you believe that God's Word is God's Word, that it does not change as society changes. It is everything that you need for life and for godliness. It is everything that you want to plant your life in and on. Now what do you do with it? Do you use it to see? Do you use it to look through? Just because the light is there and the light is present, just because we have truth in the world that is absolute and unchanging, doesn't mean that everybody's going to look through the filter of that, is it? Look at what he says in verse 34. He says, the lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body also is full of light. But when your eye is bad, your body also is full of darkness. So he's talking about eyes that are good and eyes that are bad. Eyes that can see and eyes that can't see. So the truth is there. The light is there. Depends on how you want to look through it, right? So in this room today, we've got the lights on. We've got some house lights on. We've got spotlights on. We've got those other little yellow light things on. All of that's there. I can see it. I can see by it. But because I'm looking through my glasses, now it's dark back there in the back, so I can't see you. But I can see, I can see Alan rubbing his eyes, thinking, oh man, when's he going to stop? I can, I, I, can, I can see different things. I can see people that are here. I know that you're here. But watch this. If I do this, uh-oh, now you're just a blob. Sorry. That's all I got. I can't even see Alan now. I don't know whether he's awake, asleep. I, I don't know anymore. I just know that there's something that's out there. Listen, God has given us light. He's given us this truth. But it's up to you how you view life through it. Are you going to look at life through the lens of faith? Are you going to look at life through the eyes of the Scriptures? To be able to interpret everything that happens, not according to your own will and wishes, but according to God's Word. You know, when Peter writes and he says that the Bible is inspired, he says that there's not one part of your Bible that is up for personal interpretation. He says instead, all things are to be looked through through the Spirit who has given us this Word in the first place. So in other words, I don't get to read my Bible and say, well, this is what it means to me, you know? That's a, that's a terrible Sunday school question that we've come up with at some point. What does this mean to you? doesn't matter what it means to you. What matters is what does it mean? Because what it meant then is what it means now. And what it means to that person is what it means to you. You may find a, you may find a unique application point. You may find a hook that is a little bit different. Let me tell you this. The truth is the truth. And it's up to you to adjust it's not up to everybody else to adjust to you, and it's certainly not up to God to adjust His pattern to what you think. 
It's up to you to adjust your life to what he has revealed. And so if God says this is wrong, even if I like it, I need to stop it. If God says this is good, even if I don't enjoy it, that's what I need to do. We begin to look through the, or look at the world through this lens of obedience to God's word, and then we find his blessings and we discover that we have clear sight. Now, in verse number 34, in this little parable, he talks about two different kinds of eyes. He talks about an eye that is good or clear or healthy, we might say. What does he say about that? He says, if that eye is good, then your whole body is full of light. What does he mean by that? He means, he means this. I would put it this way. Clear eyes lead to a clean heart. In other words, if your eyes are clear, in other words, if you have opened up your heart, God's word is there, the light, the revelation of his word and of his truth is present. All right? You choose to look at that through the eyes of faith, adopting it and obeying it as your rule of life. It's going to lead to a clean life. The things that God says don't do, you're avoiding. The things that he says that you should do, you're involved with. Clear eyes lead to a clean heart. But notice the opposite that he says. He says, but when your eye is bad or evil or unhealthy or I would say cloudy, your Bible also is full of darkness. Cloudy eyes lead to contaminated lives. Join us tomorrow as Pastor Tim continues his message from Luke chapter 11, verses 33 through 36, entitled, Seeing Through the Eyes of Faith. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at BritDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Brit David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.